what if we don't do cold opens anymore and instead we now have like an official BS network call sign that goes before all the shows so I don't have to do cold opens for anything ever again? Could we make that a thing on this episode of this new reinvigorated episode where we're just like, BS network, it's in the game. In the g- yeah. I don't think we can do that one. I don't think that one's a possibility. Bless. What is it's that? The- is that just our fun alien boy who comes in and is like, Bless. Bless. Oh, I'm, a, I'm the blessing, the blessing. Um, How you doing? You like all of this? Uh, I mean, that was Italian alien. Now you want to do could, this. Could, uh, well, hold on. No, you know that's not the voice of the official BS alien. This is the official <laughs> BS alien. Sounds like this, my friend. Welcome to my shop. I have a little boy in the back. We God don't damn. talk about him. You want to buy him? Do you want to buy the boy? Buy the boy. He's on discount. <laughs> Please. <laughs> He'll save the universe maybe one day, but not before making a lot of errors. <laughs> no no refunds. Could we just do a very simple NWO style? The following is a paid presentation from the BS Network. Boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load of BS. That's right, a load of BS, your official think tank, the show that brings your dreams to reality. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by he, the B to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. Oh, we're doing new intros too. This is weird. This is strange. (laughs) It's a whole new... The show has a whole new vibe now. It's so uncomfortable. Like, I, I feel like I've put on a knit sweater to go to Thanksgiving at the church. I feel like I'm at work now. I feel like I'm going to have to say, hello, this is Blake. I don't want any. Wait, hold on. Is that what they, if someone brings you, like, stuff at work and you're like, I don't want any more. Thank you. I don't need any more work. No, no, thank you. I hate your casserole, madam. Well, I hate your work casserole. Fuck your work cake casserole. Uh, no more free pizza for me, please. Well, Blake, this is, of course, a brand new version of the show where we cut the BS, which is a bit ironic. We cut the bullshit. We get straight to the point of the show, which is ideas. It's brainstorming. It's bringing ideas to life, and there's no better way to start it than by bringing an idea to the table about us. From our faithful ward in chat, Gaster Tussle, who has been here forever. What, just tonight or, like, forever? Because no, he has been here no, forever. like, a, a fan forever. But I much prefer yours, where he's been staying up camping as if waiting for the episode one Phantom Menace release. <laughs> waiting for this to pop up. It's like, oh, he sticks his head out every now and again. Are they funny yet? Nope, they're not there. But a couple of weeks back, he brought the idea to the table for a sh- for a tabletop RPG, which I'm just going to get because he's watching. I'm going to let you know we're probably going to stray away from that because there's nothing that funny about being like. And then there's a guideline and then you roll a D8 and you figure out where you fall on the guideline. I would actually like to play the game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's not a fleshed-out game yet. I'm very proud of it. He has put... What the fuck? He's now put a map in this fun little... uh, He's given me a description. So this is our prologue, or proluge, as he's written. Scotty and Blake were having a conversation while on a tour around a cave. Wow, this place is scary as fuck! Scotty said excitedly. I, I read it through. Gaster's good at, like, script. He's not good at dialogue. (laughs) I do love that this concept that we're in a cave. And we've been there a while. And everyone understands the cave. And I just walk in. Shit! This place is scary as fuck. I think that that would happen after something strange. Like, they finally, they did the blackout moment in the cave where they just put you in complete and utter darkness. That's the worst shit! I've got that happen to me multiple times and I hate it. 
<laughs> and th- that's when you just hear out of the silence the tour guide's like, "Now let us just take a moment, take a moment to appreciate true silence." Shit, this cave's scary as fuck. <laughs> oh wait, apparently I'm reading ahead. That's what I'm doing. I checked out the echo, and Blake chortled at Scotty's remark. He then cleared his voice, examining the stalagmites. Yeah, this place would be a crazy place. Imagine having a fight in here, or maybe the start of a long multiplayer tabletop RPG. Scotty and Blake break the fourth wall looking at the readers who are currently reading this poorly punctuated game idea written in an email. Back to the story! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love you, Gaster. Scotty and Blake soon kept walking around before coming across a strange pit. Soon Blake slips on the cold stone... Creamery of the cave. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> uh, I much prefer stone cold creamery, where you're like, "Can I get a strawberry? What strawberry? What <laughs> sprinkle?" Uh, it swiftly grabs onto Scotty's shirt. This is now becoming Blake and Scotty slash Vic. Scotty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate Blake yelled in fear as Scotty grabbed onto Blake's wrist. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This this is me speaking. Whoa, hold on, man. Just hold on. Ah, oh, shit. This is my new man voice. You just chop on a big old dick. <laughs> Scotty felt a weak part of the ground collapse as the two fall into the hole, yelling out in fear. This is like that the season finale of Timon and Pumbaa. As the two felt like they were falling for three minutes until landing in a giant lake underground. Blake swam up from the lake, spitting out. Water, I hope. The disgust. Oh, wait, okay, no, he's very bad at punctuation because it's spitting out the disgusting taste of the dusty water from the lake and soon would pull an unconscious Scotty from the lake, coughing the water out from his lungs. Blake looked around in fear and was somewhat dazed, coughing while yelling out for help. Someone help me! I'm Blake Terror! I will leave this call. I'll make it a real short episode for you tonight. <laughs> Only to feel his feet begin to slow down from the unnecessary paddling before he would soon pass out from exhaustion. Chapter one. So that's our beginning. That's where we're at. We were in a cave and then we just got yeeted into a fucking hole. (laughs) And I'm dead, apparently. Uh, That's fine. Chapter 1, The Town of Grimstone. Blake did not awaken at the white gold gates of heaven, but had awakened somewhere else. It was a cozy cabin with a wooden floor and a nice smell of a fireplace Now going. wait, was that was that just the gaster punctuation or was that you just going, Blake did not awake? But... <laughs> I love you, Gaster. This is a struggle. The wood they used smelled like hickory smoke. It was lovely. Blake scanned the room as he spotted a sleeping Scotty sleeping on a bed next to the other bed Scotty had slept in. Hold on. As hold on. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he knock me out of one bed to sleep in both beds? <laughs> I got up in the middle of the night, fucking kicked you in a bed, of bed, and then got. I I need to break this one down like English class style, as he spotted a sleeping Scotty. So wherever you're at, you see me asleep, sleeping on a bed. So I am asleep on a bed <clears throat> next to the other bed Scotty had slept in. So, yes, I fucking kicked you out of your bed, got in your bed, and then when you tried to get into my old bed, I said, no, you use the shame bed on the other side. Uh, <laughs> Gaster does say, to be fair, I was plowed. <laughs> the more I read this, the more I'm like, Gaster had to be plowed during this. Uh, and now we've got dialogue. Hey, Scotty, 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 what? where am I? Blake, oh, thank God you're okay. I thought you were in a coma for for a sec. Blake, hey, gets... can I just say mm-hmm. that's exactly what I said after we woke up that night at Dragon Con. <laughs> Blake gets up as his spine cracks and sighs. That's probably not a good thing. Oof. Now I'm gonna read you this exactly as it's written. Yeah, you're telling me. You look like shit. <laughs> Like, it's all caps. Oh, quickly, I turn on you and tell you how much you look like shit. I really like the idea that, like, if you were to seen this, or if you were to, like, 
If you were to set this scene, it would be Scotty waking up. You'd be like rubbing your eyes, getting the crust out. You haven't looked over my way. I'm trying to get up and crack. Uh oh. Uh huh. You hear it? You look. You look like shit. Yeah. No. There's like blood. Uh, Blake. That's because I doggy paddled while keeping you afloat, you orange bearded bastard. We're a lot meaner to each other in this version. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, while we're here, I guess we could should explore. Maybe find some stuff? Sure, just uh, help me out. My back hurts like hell. hell. Oh, sure. Blake helps up Scotty. This is, well, I feel like this is the most accurate part of the entire pitch, is that I, I see you with a broken spine. I'm like, my back, I fucking slept on it wrong a little bit. Can you help me up, bud? You're like, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, fine. Tutorial. Hello! Welcome to the game of BS in the Dark Descent. Let's start off by explaining how to move. Blake. Who the fuck is talking? Cabin was old and large. Wait, what? The floor... Okay, so now it's become a full-on meta, like, uh, a type-and-go game from the 80s. Oh, I love it. You awaken in an old and large cabin. The floorboards creak with age, and the window has bits of metals on them to reinforce everything. There was a fireplace to the north, the beds in the south, the door to the east, and a small whiskey decanter to the west. Now go explore. Blake, where do you go? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me pull up let me pull up the uh the type let me pull up the Okay. Drink whiskey. Uh during battles, you can drink whiskey to heal yourself. You are also able to throw whiskey bottles as extra damage. However, I wouldn't advise this unless you truly need to. Oh, this is explaining what these do. So, Fireplace is full-on Dark Souls. That's our spawn. And you can rest and heal. Uh, the door is where we go on the adventure. And bed is where we go sleep. Okay. Uh, you leave the cabin and find yourself in a large city. Thick walls guard the village and keep everyone safe inside. The buildings are carved out of pure stone, and the street is laid in stone from the lake not far away from the town. Where shall we go? There is the Church of Burbane. Fuck yes. The Silver Spoon, which is a tavern. Love it. The Miskatonic Library? Is that a reference to us that I don't know? It sounds familiar. Uh, the town gate, the road pass in, the Grimstone Castle, and the town trade center, which I'm very happy they rebuilt after the effects of Fantasy 9-11. <laughs> oh, it's a Lovecraft reference. No wonder we didn't get it. You've picked the weirdest two IPs to mash up in all of existence. You're like, let's bring in a little bit of HP Lovecraft and also those two idiots that talk about shit on the internet for too you long. You joke about that, but I'm pretty sure if somebody hangs around me for long enough and they'll get the Lovecraft vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen your tentacles. It's no big deal. I told you not to talk about that. Okay. So where are we going with this idea? Do we want to keep it as a game? Do we want to move on to a feature film? We've already got a book series, so I don't want to fuck in that territory right now. Yeah. Oh, man. We could do, like... We could do a lot with this. We have a world set up for us, which is so much more, because we usually have to create the world half the time. Now we're in this weird-ass cave place. What well, are we? Or was it a teleportation thing? Because we just wake up in a fucking cabin for no reason. I think that we are in the underdown. The underdown. It's not the upside down. It's no, the under it's the under down, which is the inside of the hollow earth, of course. Oh, so this is some mole. Pe oh, okay. No, Gaster has confirmed this is an underground world. Yeah. So this is this is hollow earth where magic still exists. Magic definitely does still exist in this place. That's not Middle Earth. It's hollow earth. It's the center of Earth. <laughs> now, how is ooh? Ooh, ooh, I just figured out a very dumb way, because I was like, how does light happen? It would be very dark. Here's my logic. What's underneath the crust? The mantle, which is made up of a bunch of metal, I think. Now, hold on now. The light from the f 
energy from the Earth's core is shooting out, reflects off the metal back onto the Earth. So it's like there's permanent sunlight all around you everywhere. And that's why they have to build the sleep dens, which is where there are no windows, few doors, and that's where you can, like, oh, oh, this would be a fun opening. We wake up Haunted Mansion style in a room with no windows and no doors, and we have to figure out how to escape, but turns out that there's, like, an easy way to get out. It's just nothing visible, because if it was, it would let the light in. Okay, I hate that Gaster is stepping on the toes a little bit, but he does say that there is a miniature star underneath called the Scarred Sun, which is not how that works! If there was a sun anywhere near the Earth, it would fuck us up so bad! Big well, actually, no. unless it's magic, because I think this is... if, if Thinking in D&D terms, this is where magic would bullshit its way into everything, yeah. which is... Part of what I love about D&D. So what you could have is this scarred son is actually the creation of an ancient wizard that let his people down into the underdown to build their society. Okay. And he made a big son. Okay, so I'm going to say, because I am picturing a tiny planet inside of our planet. So small, but I'm trying to figure out the scale. I'm thinking it's about the size of Alabama. I'm thinking it is an Alabama-sized sphere as far as, like, surface area is concerned. And I love... I'm bringing back the scarred sun. This is our mission, is the fact that we leave our cabin. It's dark as fuck. We look around. Nothing. Nothing. And that's because everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Turns out the under people who live on the underside of this giant planet, which technically would not exist. Um, the under people have stolen the scarred sun for themselves because they want the light permanently. So they have all of the great crops and everything. It's our mission to go rescue the fucking sun. We have to rescue the sun. I, I love this idea. I want to rescue the sun. I can't get past the fact that you said it's about the size of Alabama, so I'm just picturing a giant glowing Alabama <laughs> that streaks across the underside of the sky. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, if you took Alabama as a whole and wrapped it around a ball, that's the size of this thing. But we're what if it was on. like a large Alabama? It's what like... if it was like just an Alabama looking sun. No, 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 I'm not talking about the sun. I'm talking about the planet that we're on, that what we walk on is size of Alabama. So we could get to the other side of it in like a day, two days, maybe. Because walking from one side to like Birmingham, that would take us a few. So I'm trying to make it to where it's not impossible for us to get there, but not like a a, a one-hour hike to get down yeah. there. It would it would probably take a couple weeks to do it from one end to the other of Alabama, though. So well, yeah, well, no, but we only have to go halfway because once we rescue the scarred son, we tie a lasso to that motherfucker and ride it back to the capital. Yes, we ride the sun in this one. All right, I think we have to actually get a wizard who's good at that, though. At riding the sun. <laughs> yeah, and actually. Like, like a wizard that can control the sun. Maybe there is just a wizard who is appointed to control the sun every day. Well, I think it should just be one. And, like, no, he has to have a wand that does it. And that's why it's down there. Someone has stolen his wand, and he knows it's down there. So, like, we awaken in the cabin. I look over at you. Fuck, you look like shit. <laughs> and then... And then we walk into the, I guess, the living area of this cabin, and we just hear like, "So you finally awakened? Hello, it's it's me, Tarberus, Tarberus Quain, and I am here to bring you boys on a mission. I needed someone who could uh, see in the dark. (laughs) Wait, oh no, 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 this is what it is." Their sun has to be super fucking bright for some reason. 
And so what looks like dark to them just seems like dusk to us. So our eyes can adjust easier and make our way through the darkness. We can see in the dark. Yes, exactly. So he's just like, my name is Carteris Twain, and I need your excellent eye vision. Both, we're both wearing glasses. I need your excellent 2020 vision to go on an epic quest for me. Please bring my daughter. And then it's just like, but she's got, she's got a full beard like Twain. It runs in the family. And also mole legs. (laughs) And it's... I would love just the idea of us having this conversation. It's like, so you got us because we could see good. And no other reason? I mean, we're not good at anything else, really. There were a lot of people... Okay, if you want to just fucking long-form improv, we can. (laughs) It's just like, I'll be honest, the other ones didn't trip. It was kind of a weird section of the bell curve I had to get where they were dumb enough to walk to the end of this fucking cliff and fall, but also smart enough to see. We've killed a lot of your people that were just super dumb. You were the first ones to pass the test. I don't know if that makes me feel any better or worse about this. Are we going to have any equipment or stuff? Can you give us something to go on? Is this going to be dangerous? Oh, fuck yes. Here, hold on. Come with me. <laughs> For you, bearded one, take this, the battle axe of Amaroth. He was my dad. Take that. There you go. He, he was he was what? My dad. <laughs> the, the axe is your dad? No, no, the sword was my dad's. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to confuse you there. And oh. for you, tiny one with heart of gold. Here's a fucking flamethrower. Whoop, throws a flamethrower at you. And the rest goes to my daughter. And that's when we're like, wait, what the fuck? Yep, that's all hers. And then we look over and she's got like a fucking Bondolero on, a machine gun, two machetes that when you press a button set on fire. We're like, what the, why is that not ours? Haven't earned it. <laughs> Once again, you fell in the hole, not me, not her. And then this is just the story of us bumbling our way into saving the sun. Exactly. So then we leave. I feel like, do you want a Wizard of Oz it or do you want to road trip it? Because in a road trip, they don't come with us, but then at the end in the epic battle, they come back, the people we meet along the way. If we Wizard of Oz it, they join in with us, and by the end, we've got a crew of, like, five. So there's less surprise in the story, but more stakes if we go with the five. Uh, I kind of feel like... I like the idea of fleshing out a bunch of characters, though. Okay. So let's Wizard of Oz it. Let's Wizard of Oz it. Okay, so we walk out. Um, and uh, ch- tell us, what do we see again? Because I think our first ally has got to come from the town. Oh, has to come from... Oh, I thought that would be our crazy mole woman. By the way, tiny fucking legs. Like, imagine supermodel body, tiny little mole legs that she just scampers around Man. on. I feel like I'm getting an insight into you that I didn't want to see. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I was just like, this would be a funny goof. And then I was like, oh, no, this character has to join us. Okay, I think we're going to go to the Church of Burbane, which is ironically not a church. It is a bar where they give out bourbon. And I think the first night of our adventure is just spent with her at the bar. And it's us drinking with her and learning about her as a character. Um This is what we call the exposition dump. This is the exposition dump where she comes in and I don't know what she would sound like. Blake, would you like to be our mole woman? Alright, so it's my job to get you two chuckle fucks to the sun so you can show me where the sun is so I can get the sun back. Now wait, hold on. What You're supposed to show us where the sun is and then to take us to the sun? What? No, no, I I know where the sun is. I just can't get there because I can't see. Well, no, I thought we were like your guide dogs, and we just kind of pulled you along, and we're like, this yeah, way. Yeah, I've got the map. You just got to look at the, you, you got to get the map for me. I could see it when we're inside, but now when we're outside, I can't do a damn thing. Well, we're in the bar now. We had to kind of, like, Mr. Bean you over here. 
<laughs> no, Mr. Magoo. I'm sorry, wrong one. Uh, so we're a real Lewis and Carol. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how far do we have to go? Oh, it's real far away. It's real fucking far. I tried to go out the other day. Just fell flat on my face. I what? tripped almost like you did. Now, if you had to say in like... If you had to say in like an amount of Alabamas, how many Alabamas would we have to walk to get there? What's in Alabama? Look at this. And then I just like pull out. Well, obviously, the background on my iPhone, iPhone. is in a picture of Alabama. So I just show her the picture of Alabama. <laughs> this looks at It's like maybe like one. I'm, I'm my favorite is for coming from Gaster right now, who's just came in chat like, I'm sorry, it's not fully fleshed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry that now we're down this creepy mole woman that we're having to teach about Alabama. Uh, okay, so we leave the tavern and uh, we get into first things first. I like to think that she has, like, a cool jet car. Because every one of these road trip movies, you start off with a cool car that gets crashed halfway through as a fun goop. Yeah. So, uh, we're driving down the road, just like, Here I go again on my own! And she's like, what is this earth music that you speak of? Going down the only road I've ever known! Oh, that's gonna be, that's our first obstacle. Your phone dies. Oh, yeah, we're like, fuck no! And she's just like, hold it to the skies, holds it up, and it fucking charges for some reason. We're like, okay. It's a, no, no, this is the thing. Like, as we get closer, it does start to get a little bit brighter as we get closer to where the sun is. But one day, we just like crested an area, and she's like, hold it up. And we start to get a charge off of the sun. Jesus Christ. It's like, it's there. We're getting closer, boys. It's... T- <laughs> It's time to fucking ride. And she pulls out one of her flamethrowers. No, no, you've got the flamethrower. Don't forget about that. Um, hold on. I'm having to look up something very specific for this next bit. So we're driving down the road, and we crash into what appears to be a rock. <laughs> and then the rock just like... It's me, your good friend, riddle me this, challengers. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, who is this guy? The fuck is... I don't like this. It's me, I'm coming along for this adventure, I hope you're fine with that. Who are you? I am Mr. M- Milksoplick, oh fuck, bye. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm that guy's brother, but I'm a lot easier to put up with. Uh, Where you guys think you're going? Uh, we're actually on our way to save the sun. Uh, to get it out of the hands of the evil... What are they called again? I don't, why are you fucking asking me? I don't know. I'm not asking you, I'm asking her. Oh, oh, we just call we just call them the up above down underers. Fuck! <laughs> hey, the up above down underers. Look, I'm just saying, I live on the halfway point, which means I kind of got the best of both worlds here. I got sun if I go over here. I got darkness over here. Why would I want to come with you guys? I I don't understand it. I mean, you like ACDC? I don't know this Akadak. That's how they say it in fucking Australia, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I mean, you don't have to come with us. You could just, like... I mean, if you try to stop us, then I just, like, I'd hold out my flamethrower. I mean, I've got this. Hey, fucking... Fuck you. Riddle me this, okay? Answer me this riddle, and you can pass. What's the one thing you cannot imagine? Eh? What? What the fuck, man? I don't know. Why? Why? What's the one thing you cannot imagine? And you may pass. And also, I guess I'm coming with you. But why? You have no. St- you've already said you have no stakes in this. You are a pointless character now. Really good. Whoever this. Whoever created you. Real good idea there. 
Ah, fuck, my phone died. We're going to need a way to entertain ourselves on these long car rides. I can bring riddles. (laughs) I've got the entertainment, baby. (laughs) All right, you stay with us until we answer your riddle. No, wait, hold on. That's the opposite. So basically, what you're doing is hitting me with the car. (laughs) Just taking me along the front. So you are passing my bridge, but I'm coming with you, I guess. Yeah, bring him in, Scotty. All right, come on in, bud. Um, yeah, you get behind her. Uh, yeah, no, 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 the seat in the back. Yeah, don't sit on that one. We're going to use that for a cup holder and a few. Hey, um, I got to go get home soon, so I was just curious. What's the one thing you guys can't imagine if you guys could tell me that? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> then cut to a strange and large tower nearly touching the sun. <laughs> This is much more work than they've ever had to do for one of these fucking things before. Not really sure why today was the day they decided to start doing long-form improv comedy. (laughs) Scotty shouldn't have watched fucking Middle Ditch and Schwartz, I guess. (laughs) Is that the Boa Curry? No! I'm I'm Jamoa Slurry, the leader of the Upside Down Down Unders. (laughs) And I've almost reached my goal of having the sun in my own hands. My mother as a child, she said, boy, don't look at the sun. And I said, fuck you, mother. And I looked. And now I'm going to go further. I've sniffed it. I've tasted it. Now I shall fuck the moon. (laughs) I'm gonna fuck the sun, Mom. And nothing's getting in my way. Sir, you might want to see this. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) There's two guys. I don't know how they're able to see. It's in complete and pitch darkness, but look at them just getting it. Meanwhile, we're in, like, fucking dusk. (laughs) 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 Who are these two animals? And this one in the back who appears to be very frustrated about a riddle. (laughs) Who are these? I don't know. The front of the car just says BS. I will get these BS boys. I'm going to add a little bit of this in there so it's less Momoa curry. And now I feel like the fucking old man from It's a Wonderful Life, but it's okay. Yep. Why did you two decide to paint BS on the front of my car? Because that's who we are. He's Blake Tanner. He's Scotty Moore. We're the BS. Welcome to our podcast. If you could please, man, just fucking... What's the one thing you can't imagine? What is it? What is the one thing you can't imagine? Fucking, and now that's the moment we look back like, I don't know, ramp. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're about to crash when from underneath us, something lifts us up. You know what it is. (laughs) This guy gets it. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Okay. I guess I'm narrator, man. He takes the car, <laughs> pulls it over to the other side of the canyon, sits it down. Thanks, friend. Who are you? Hey, do you know the one thing you can't imagine? I really need to know this. <laughs> no, you all know me. You don't need to know where I come from. You don't need to know why I'm here. It really seems like you're struggling to dedicate yourself to a character right now. You kind of just want to do this fun voice. Yeah. No, it's it's me. Strong bro. Strong, strong bro. I love your fucking wings and your legs, and you are a pegasus, right? But also with a human body? <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that's an existing... Now, you do still have a fun horn up. What would you call yourself? A horse with a man's body, but also a unicorn horn, and also Pegasus wings. I I think I'd just call myself a bro. Oh, you're just a bro? Yeah, Um, I'm a bro. Here's the thing, bro. We are trying to save the moon 
from being unconsensually fucked by a man. I don't whoa, know this whoa, point whoa, yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're trying Someone's to save the moon. trying to fuck the moon? Oh, I'm sorry, the sun. I'm sorry, not the moon, the sun. You don't know what a moon is down here, I would have to assume. Yeah, I, I just called it, well, well, we just called it moon. We love the moon. The moon is our god. You know? You know there's not a moon down here. It's just your one... Yeah, yeah. She's always... That's why she disappeared, you know. That's a, that's a quarter tenant of one of our religions. Just one? <laughs> You've got a lot down here? At least 17 last time I checked. Okay, well, um... Here's the thing. This is a fucking four-door coupe. I don't think we can fit a horse in here. You know, probably can't, but it's a good thing I can fly. <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought he was about to mount the back of the... <laughs> and now he's just hanging on for dear life. Oh, actually, you know, it's probably easier. Hold on. And he just transforms into a very tiny horse. <laughs> okay, look, I know there's magic in this world. Hey, I'll tell you what, I wasn't able to imagine that. I wasn't able <laughs> to imagine that happening. That might... That may be the answer to the riddle... Huh? No, we're not answering your fucking riddle. All right, <laughs> come on. Yeah, also, really strong Pegasus man strength, dude, horse stuff. Uh, you know, I, I could just pull you out of a bench at any time. I'm just gonna put you in this little <laughs> in this little cage in my pocket, and then, at a very important part later in the story, I'm gonna pull you out, and you get to solve the problems. Hey, you know what? I feel like that's why I'm here. Yep. Uh, you are going to be here for a very important moment, and then a bunch of flying, like, mechs come towards us, all with, like, sunbeams firing down. Fucking, you're on deck, bro! <laughs> and I throw him like a Pokeball, and then he fucking yeets out. It gets real big, and he just starts fighting those mechs. Oh, hold them off for you guys! Um, and then, oh wait, do we have a name for Mole Woman? Claudette. Claudette. Okay, Claudette comes out. Two machetes in hand. She's gotta be riding, bro. She's on, bro. Yeah. Like, imagine that one fucking scene where Valkyrie's talking about... <laughs> <laughs> talking about the death of all the Valkyries in Thor Ragnarok. It's that. <laughs> She's got two flaming machetes. Meanwhile, me, you, like, this epic battle's happening, Immigrant Song is playing, because we got the rights to it, and every few minutes, cuts back to pure silence, and it's just like, so what can you not imagine? What can you not imagine? Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's us, like, filming and watching, just like, it's so pretty. Well, I can't, my phone died, or I would. Um, and so... How can they see up there? Uh, <laughs> the fl- the flaming! The flaming machetes! She's lighting the way. There's a lot of issues with this world we've created, Blake. Yep. Um, my favorite part is, th- is looking at chat and watching as Gaster realizes we're just fucking his whole idea <laughs> in what is probably my favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> and he's like, I'm listening to this mess while I'm writing the actual story. Fuck you guys. <sighs> okay. I mean, this is just, yeah, this is what. Boy, I thought these were going to be shorter, but apparently when we get down to just one pitch, we're like, we're going to do a full story. We're just going to, no one expect this for the rest of this show's existence. No, but... I don't even know what happened today. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we kill all the robots except for four. The four line up and they form a grid and then another grid. It lights up. And whose face is on it? That's right, it's me. I don't... Was this it? I don't... Was this it? What? You boys have put up an excellent fight. I am... Sure, I had a name. What was my name? You called him Jamoa Slurry because I made the Momoa <laughs> Curry comment. Hello, my name is Jamoa Slurry. And I see that you two are trying to stop me before I can execute my mission. The mission I've always wanted to accomplish. What's your mission? Yeah, what are you doing? We don't need to get into that right I it's, it's evil. I'll tell you, my plan is so evil. No one needs to 
hear about it or see it. No one quit asking about it, please. Hey, hey buddy, I told you he's gonna fuck that son. You better pay up. Who fucking told you? Who's Jerry? Jerry, did you film these people? I'm gonna fuck the son. And then screen cuts, and we're like, I was thought he'd be a lot more threatening at this point, but he's still, he's still just a weird son fucker. Yeah, Can't it, phrase you know, it that way. Yeah, it's those people you gotta watch out for the most. Hold on, I need to look up what Oedipus's mom's name is so I could use the word son fucker in a fun joke. <laughs> So, uh, with rule of thirds, I think we're there now. We arrived to the outskirts of the castle. Um, I d- here's the thing. Do we want to do the traditional thing, which is this is our hero moment where we go in? Or do we want to be the biggest non-entity throughout this entire adventure? I think that's the kind of way it is. Like, we don't, we don't come into play until the very end when S- Slurry puts out the sun for good. Like, he tries to cover it up completely from even his own people, because he's developed something where he can see, and he wants to fuck the sun, and we gotta stop him, but he puts out all of this light, and we're the only ones that can chase him down. So he has, no, no, he has set up a privacy fuck tent for the sun, and it blinds, it, no one else can see, as the privacy fuck tent goes up, and it looks like a creepy triangle that goes up around it, and then he's got a seat that rides up into it with, like, tissues, <laughs> Kleenex. Oh, God. Fucking lotions on it. Um, and so that's when we arrive. But first things first, we stop at, a like, a little cantina on the outside, and uh, that's when we meet the final member of our party. We look over, and we see one of those mechs from earlier, and it takes off its helmet, and it's just a giant badger. And we're like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, yeah, but you nobody sound like the other guy. I can't do this. So <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Nope, I'm fucking, damn it, I've only got like three. Hold on, um, what's up? <laughs> um, it's me. <laughs> wow, you sound just like me. I know, I'm able to mimic the voices of those who I speak to. Oh, really? That sounds very empowering. I know, it really does, doesn't it? Hey, <laughs> what can't you imagine? They say it at the exact same time. He's like, bro! Hey, wait, what? And then he's like, hey, wait. It's like, oh my god, you're a mimic. Yeah, I can copy the voice of whoever I'm around. It's amazing. I'm gonna stick with you right now, though, because it's very easy for me. <laughs> uh, so what are you doing here? Uh, you know, I'm just, uh, chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to swap swap back to the, uh, the bearded one real quick. I'm, um... I'm I'm one of uh, Slurry's Slurry's guys, and you know I've always wanted to be an actor, like be in theater, do some fun stuff behind the scenes. I really, I really wanted to get into this thing called podcasts. One fell down the cave hole, and I found I picked it up. The Wait, pod- a yes. podcast? I picked it up off the ground. It was a podcast, and I just wanted to. I, I just wanted to do that. Well, a I podcast think- fell down the hole, though. Well, I think we can be of some assistance in that field. Wink. And then he's like, what? What do you need from me, Scotty? I don't know, mole <laughs> badgerman. <laughs> Tony badgerman, to be specific. Thank you. What do you need from me? And um, at that point, that's when it cuts to us raiding the tower. Yeah. And now, really quick, there's a just one quick aside. How does a podcast fall down the hole? What do you mean? I mean, it just fell down the hole. Do you want me to show it to you? I've got it on my bed on a decorative pillow. Actually, I really would like to see this. Yes. There's no time. I need to know. What can't you imagine? <laughs> and then we lead the assault on the castle and the first thing that the troops surrounding the castle hear is alright men mission FTS is nearly complete everyone please return to your quarters and blind yourself from what I'm about to do everybody 
away from the gates. And then, of course, everyone disperses as the triangle appears on top. And then you're just here like, that's right, go back. Cuts to the bushes. It's fucking, it's fucking Badgerman. And Badgerman is mocking the voice of Slurry. And so he's now got them all distracted. And then that's when we uh, we run up to the castle. We go in. We try to get to the top. The uh, It's like Frankenstein. They're already raising the triangle. He's already on it. And that's when we're like, it's too late! As it's sealed around. And then uh, it's all sealed around. And then that's when we're like, no, because it's not that dark. We can go. And so that's when me and you have to climb up together. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I have the best I have the best mental image and I, there's nothing to predicate why we would do it this way. But it's you know how Mulan like puts the two ropes around the tree and climbs it like that? It's that but it's both of us. So I'm holding <laughs> onto your arm and we're both together climbing this pole together. Before why are we, we doing re- it like this again? Yeah. Um, okay, and so then, before, like, because obviously there's, before the actual climax of the victory, there needs to be the down moment, and then, at one point, you hear, uh, you hear, oh, fuck, what was there? Uh, oh, wait, no, no, here's what you hear. You hear from, like, a side room, hey, Hildy, what was her fucking name? Gilda? Claudette. Was it Claudette. Gilda? Huh? Claudette. Claudette. Hey, Claudette, come here. I'm going to finally tell you what you can't imagine. And Claudette's like, really? What? What? And and she walks over. And then Claudette gets stabbed through the stomach. And out walks fucking Badgerman. Badgerman. He betrayed us. He betrayed us at the last minute. And he goes, bet you couldn't imagine that. Rips out the fucking sword. And then, um, James. No. <laughs> James. No. Oh, wait, he's here, too. Oh, my God. I'm gonna fucking kill you. She's my best friend now. You got it. And then, uh, that's when James, which is his name, runs over, grabs her two katana. Nope. Machete. Lights them aflame and climbs forth on top of uh, bro and is like onwards and now there is an epic duel he badgerman oh yeah because he's a mech he does have boots where he can fly yeah he can fly yeah yeah yeah. and so that's happening epic battle down there meanwhile me and you are have gone up it is very hot the sun is on fire gaster's really trying to get out of this narrative we've built because he just sent i updated the document i added more stuff please stop please stop I'm very happy you're keeping bro, though. Oh, yeah, he's keeping bro. Uh, Me and you go to the top, and for some reason... Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I really like this idea. I don't know how we pull it off, though. We both have sticks, because we're eight-year-olds, and we're like, we think the best way to fight someone is a stick. Mm -hmm. And then he's like... I see you've arrived. And we realize he's a very old man, and what he has built, essentially, is a Frankenstein fuck table where he just lays down, and I guess he's expecting to get cowgirled by the fucking sun. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I don't... Let's not describe in detail how this process is gonna work. We have already gone too far already. Please don't make it any worse. Well, here's the best part, because I do love this Luigi wins by doing nothing method that we've taken in this. And essentially, I feel like his plan was just to get risen up into the sun, at which point all we have to do is let him do it, and we win. Oh, wait, I think that he's like, he's staring us down, getting ready for a final confrontation, and he's saying... I bet you, I bet you'll never, you're never even going to figure out how to run the sun again, get it back into its real place, because it's tied to me. As long as I have this control, the sun stays right where it is. And that's the sound of him getting lifted up into the sun. Okay, so you're telling me that as long as that control 
as long as that thing exists. So if we smashed it or something, or if, like, say it got completely incinerated, then it would be... <laughs> if it got totally destroyed by some, like, flaming ball. Then, like, we wouldn't have to do anything, right? Yeah, basically, that's the plan. I hope that doesn't happen. No, I, you know what? You know what? You have moved me. You you do what you need to do. I'm going to turn my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving this long speech about what he's going to do to the sun and how his moment has finally come. And then just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, back down, uh, Badgerman has been cornered by... Uh, he's got the unicorn's horn to his neck. And then... Because we're just going brutality on this one. Two flaming machetes on both sides of his neck. And then, then we come down from the pole like, what the fuck happened down here? Before that, we have a scene where as like, as the... Because p- we can let the pole down now. We just ride the pole down. Yeah, yeah. We're just standing there waiting. And I'm like, I pick up one of the sticks. Hey, hit me. We gotta, we gotta make it look like we actually did a battle or something. I don't know, dude. I did. Here was my proposed idea until I realized we just have to let him do it. Uh, my my one idea was going to be us having sticks, sh- putting them in the sun, pulling them out, and now they're lightsabers, and we duel of the fates. <laughs> fucking episode one against Darth Maul, this guy. But then I remembered he's a sad old man that wants to fuck the sun, and we're two idiots, so let's not do that. No. It's like, yeah, just just hit me. We need to look like we've done something. Mm-hmm. And we come down there, and it's gone to hell. Uh, bro is in the corner, kind of done. Like, it's not that he's dying. He's just like, I, I, can't, I can't go any further. Um, Claudette is... Actually, no, 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 that's what it is. He's nursing Claudette's wounds, because that's a love interest story that we did not get to tell in the course of this podcast. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile... I guess he can be a shapeshifter because that means the real ending is we see fucking, hey, it's me fighting. Hey, it's me. And we're like, no, no, what's going on? Why are you two fight? Why are, what's going on? And then they both stand up and it's like, wait, no, no, you don't. Guys, guys, he's copying me. That's the thing. And then it cuts over. Yeah, that's exactly like what he would say, right? He's a tricky guy, right? He likes to impersonate people. And then that's the moment we're like, and then uh, we look over and they don't know because there's been a kerfuffle. And they're like, why are we killing either of you? And Claudette's like, I'm sorry, he stabbed me. That was the situation. And so then I'm going to grab the flamethrower. I have them both at bay. Do you have a quip or a question? Hey, guys. Tell me. What is one thing you can't imagine? <laughs> yes! Wait, what? I don't I don't know that. I don't know that question. <laughs> Fucking incinerated. And then that's when <laughs> he gets on the fucking pole. The the uh, the space triangle comes down. The sun illuminates all of the underworld, <laughs> and he stands atop this pyramid of justice with the sun shining for the first time in years. <laughs> and he screams out, "A color you've never seen before! That's something you can't imagine!" Hey, James. Yeah. Hey, James. Get back down here. I want to set you on fire, too. That's the dumbest fucking riddle I've ever heard. Riddles.com, baby! That's my entire <laughs> database! Okay, come on. We're leaving. Let's go back home. And so then we we do ride the moon back because we have control over it because we have the wand because that's a plot point we forgot. We yeah, have well, we, we hook our car up to the sun. Yes, exactly. And we ride the sun back to the Capitol where he's like, You did it! Boys, you've did it! Boy, boy, what day is it? It's the day the VS brought the sun back. Great Scott! And then he runs out. Hello, everybody! <laughs> you remember me from the first 15 minutes? <laughs> and then we hand him his wand and he's like, Thank you, boys. Is there anything 
I can do for you. And then that's when we go, no. But there is, oh, wait, hold on. We can't complete the podcast subline because we killed him. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> wait, what? What can't we complete? We can't complete the whole side quest of getting that guy his first podcast because we killed him. Oh, yeah, that one acts, that one actually automatically ends because we did end up taking the good route. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. That's the story of BS and... I don't want to say the dark descent because... No. Real quick, though, as a as a cliffhanger, can we say, no, all we ask, could you just send us back? No, no, no. He That's an easy one. He sends us back. The cliffhanger... Oh, no. I was going to say, what? Oh. No. I can't do that. No, the cliffhanger needs to just be straight up like, yeah, that's right, really great. What about you guys' moon? What? Cut to credits as they all have to figure out what a moon is really quickly. Blake, I didn't want to do what was awesome this week because I was trying to keep the show short. It's been a fucking hour, so what was awesome this week? (laughs) Uh, I am going to be, at the end of this month, moving into a new house that my roommate bought. Aw, that's awesome. Uh, Gaster says BS in the sun power plot is the idea. Because I feel like we need to name the episode whatever the name of what we did was. Yeah. But BS fucks the sun is not iTunes appropriate. So we need to find something that is similar. We also didn't, we didn't fuck the sun. We, BS rides the sun. Because we do ride the sun. Do ride the sun, don't fuck it. I yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, we got to look at the place earlier today, and I'm going to be moving into a house, and it looks nice, and I enjoy it. Hell, BS in the Sun Rider. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you, Gaster. Uh, what was awesome for me is something that might have directly inspired how this episode turned out, and it is Middleditch and Schwartz on Netflix. They are three comedy specials done by Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz a.k.a. Sonic the Hedgehog, which that did lead to my favorite interaction of last weekend, which was, I might have gotten into a bit of GURP stuff, and I might have forgotten Ben Schwartz's name. So I was trying to message you guys to be like, this is real funny, check it out. And I remember looking back and realizing I had sent, hey guys, check out Middle Ditch and Sonic the Hedgehog. Do it. Okay, so that, okay... (laughs) But they are three long-form improv shows where they start off and they just ask the audience, like, one question. I think it was like, uh, what's something coming up you're excited or nervous for? And people would be like, oh, a wedding, class finals. And then they would pry into it. And basically, my favorite part of it is the fact that they would take facts from people who are bad at storytelling. So they would be like, hey, what's something cool about this guy? He likes music. Oh, you mean that thing everybody likes? Okay. <laughs> and so, like, later on in the improv, they'd be like, you hear about Jerry? Oh, you mean the guy that likes music? <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me, like, how much I love long-form I-, I didn't realize I loved long-form improv, and then I saw it. And what I like about it is it was like us. Because with us, if something breaks us, we'll just let it break, and we don't get mad. We're like, we're just gonna run with it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, we just fuck with it. We fuck with it till it's so broken, and that's my favorite thing that we do. Oh, yeah. And that's what they did. So I was like, oh, this is like successful BS. I like that. Okay, okay. Uh Um, To Gaster, I'm sorry we fucked your thing so bad. And if you want to get your thing fucked so bad, send your ideas to us at a load of pure BS at gmail.com or tweet us at a load of pure BS. All of your ideas, we could use them. And who knows, they might become long form improv or they might just become basic pitches. It's going to depend on how we feel on the day, I guess. Yep. Oh, uh, Gaster, we've ran so long, we'll have to save reading the new stuff until later. Oh, yeah, we're, we'll, we're gonna read the new stuff a minute. We might make a sequel. We'll make a sequel to BS and the Sunfucker one day, and the whole time is just Gaster and chat, like, It's happening again! They're doing it again! Damn it. Um, but yeah, send us ideas, and... This is probably not going to be how it normally happens. It's probably going to normally be like old school BS where we just 
have fun with a pitch, but something got in our blood today. Something got in our veins. We just had to have some time for this one. Yeah, because uh, it was about us, I think. But until next time, Blake, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. And you can find me here on the BS Network doing all the BS shows. Like a load of BS. Like Fight Boys. Like Deviant. Still need to do my stuff for Deviant. Thank you. Please do your stuff for Deviant. The season finale is this Sunday. It was supposed to be last Sunday, but it's perfectly fine. A lot of a lot of issues happened. It's perfectly fine. But you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S E O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon and check out the BS Book Club. It should have went live last Tuesday. I'm hoping it did. Future me, I'm reminding you to do that if you haven't. And it is audiobooks. <laughs> it's the audiobook of BS versus the Gods. Is the first one we're gonna do. Then we're gonna do all my other books in audiobook format. And there's like fun, not narration, but like behind the scenes comments about how writing the book was how creating it was so you can get that anywhere on itunes spotify just look up the bs book club and go to a load of pure to check out all of our other shows like the ones blake mentioned like opposite attractions like me again they're all available for you at a load of special thanks to tom mcguire and the brass holes for our theme song rick flair off of their album tom mcguire and the brass holes love them listen to them Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. I'm mad I missed it, but they did a concert, like a live concert the other day, and I was like, oh, I want to see that so bad. Then again, I remember how fucking Tom's <laughs> internet was, so I was like, I don't know. This might work. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. That's right. And remember to support the shows on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS, where you get access to exclusive content like me and Blake watching Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the Speed Demon and commentating over it. And then, of course, make sure to pick up our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, remember to find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week.